Welcome, Welcome to the Best Friends Best Ideas Podcast with your best friends, Adrian Suzuki Cruz and Jen Amos. And, and yes, yes, we really are best friends and have been for 20 years now living coast to coast. Together, we are excited to share the best ideas on how to sustain healthy relationships with your best friend or anyone you care about. Now, let's get on with the show. Hey, best friend. How's your day? It is March 29, 2022. And it's interesting because this year is going really, really fast. <laughs> so I just wanted to leave you a message about an idea of that I was,、uh, I was watching a TED talk last night that was introduced by my spouse, Maria. So she was introducing me this idea, which truly resonated with what we were, we're doing right now in our own podcast about sustaining healthy relationships and what it means. And so the TED talk is called by Robert Waldinger. It's an older TED talk back in 2015. And the title is What Makes a Good Life? Lessons from the Longest Study on Happiness. And I thought this was a great TED talk because the simple background and I had, I had asked you to watch it. So I'm really looking forward to hearing your feedback. But just to recap for our listeners is that it's a 75 year old study following like, I believe 724 men for that many years, you know, 75 years. And basically back in 1938, they're, they're just kind of tracking two sets of groups of people like in World War II men. That after World War II, or like kind of around there, and then people in a poor area in Boston, these boys and how they grew up and how they defined happiness, and they just checked in with them with interviews. So ultimately, my biggest takeaways that I got from the conversation here is you know, he was kind of saying how a lot of times people think that in order to be successful and happy, And to have in general is to be famous or to have a lot of money. When in most cases, it's not that actually. It's actually to summarize it is just to have good relationships with your friends and family. And that's what's going to really keep you happy, sustainable for a long time. Because the number one emotion or feeling that people do not want to have is loneliness. And so he, Robert Waldinger was kind of sharing all of the analysis on, on how loneliness can really affect how you would have a happy, long lasting life. And so he mentioned some stuff like even the people they were following on this case is that people who were in their fifties who were happy and had really good long, I mean, relationships with their friends and family and people that they care about. Ended up being just as happy when they're in their 80s. It was、um, an indicator of how to kind of continue to be happy and, and even in a way like stay young and fresh. So I just thought that was really interesting that even 30 years afterwards, years, I kind of now can see how sometimes I watch, like, especially in this area where I live in, like, you know, Laguna Beach, Newport Beach, here in California, a lot of the 
elderly people are generally happy. Maybe they have because they have a lot of they have money, and of course, I'm not sure if they're famous, but yeah, maybe they've started businesses. But for the most part, I think there's another underlining feeling that I think they because they all look like they're always smiling and they always want to go for walks and they probably meet a lot of people and just grew up here. And so I think they have just very strong relational skills that keep them really happy too. So it's not just about that they walk and run every day to keep their bodies healthy. I really think that they are generally happy. And I think because of that, I think my belief is that they have really good relationships with everybody. And I thought that this last part I want to before I tee it up to you, best friend, is about how sustaining a long-term relationship is going to be messy. <laughs> and I understand that now, especially, you know, when we we didn't talk for almost six months. You know, that's, that's actually really long for us, you know. And, of course, I was the one that I was feeling, for the most part disconnected and now that I wanted to reconnect and realize that I really wanted to us to rekindle our relationship not that it was like we ended badly six months ago it was just more the fact that like I was in a different place and then I realized you know what I miss my best friend I want to talk to her I want to get reconnected and you know it's a little messy because it's like oh how do I reapproach her <laughs> And rekindle this. And so I just thought, like, you know what? I'm just going to take action and see where it takes. And look where we're doing now. We're making a podcast together. We're happy. Our relationship is evolving. You've kind of used those words with me. And, and I can really feel those emotions. So I really appreciate it, best friend. I just wanted to throw that to you. Let me know what you think about this TED Talk and how it... <laughs> It relates to our podcast and to our listeners. So thank you so much. And I'll uh, look forward to hearing from you. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, best friend. Hey, best friend. I am so grateful to Maria to have shared this TED Talk with you about sustaining healthy relationships. I think it couldn't have come at a better time because sustaining healthy relationships, I mean, it's a verb, sustaining, right? It means that you can't just set it and forget it. It's something that you have to maintain and keep nurturing and be consistent with. And, you know, as you mentioned in your recording, there has been some there has been some lulls in our relationship for a number of factors. And I think the good thing about it, the positive side of how we weren't talking, like you said, it wasn't because we were fighting or we had any resentment toward each other or we had a big disagreement. It was just life. And, you know, somewhere along the way, one of us me <laughs> felt neglected. And you didn't know that. You didn't know that I only felt like you were calling me out of convenience. I felt like, you know, if you did call, it was usually within your time frame, and you didn't know any of that stuff. And so it's very interesting how now we have been having a lot of offline 
conversations about what's been going on really in the last couple of months, if not really the last couple of years since you've lived in your current neighborhood. And since I have moved out, you know, to the East Coast for the last four years, our lives have been incredibly different for the last couple of years. And with that said, I do appreciate this TED Talk. I actually took copious notes. And it is nice to know that if this study stands true, you know, based on everything they've been collecting for all these years and how incredible it is that they had different generations of researchers to stay on top of the study. I mean, that's incredible, first and foremost. It's amazing to see how a lot of these men throughout the years, in the long run, it came down to like not the fame or the wealth, but good relationships. And I took a couple of notes myself. I highlighted the things that really stood out to me. Actually, real quick, I was making a a joke in my mind. I had to write this down. I was like, oh, like the fact that this study followed these men for so long. I actually recently finished Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And Keeping Up with the Kardashians is a reality TV show that has gone on for 20 seasons. And now they're having a whole new series through, you know, another channel. Anyway, I initially thought, oh, that's like the longest reality TV show that, you know, I'm aware of. But I think this study is the longest reality TV show in its own right, even though it wasn't on TV. But the fact that it documented real people and real stories, I think is absolutely incredible. So I just wanted to make sure that I shared that note. It's like, oh, it's like the reality TV of its time (laughs) because of the 75 year study they had mentioned. And I love it. I love how it said social connection is really good for us. The quality of close relationships matter. Like you said, people who are most satisfied in their relationships in their 50s were their healthiest in their 80s. And having good relationships really protects our brain. And of course, there's so much more to say to that. I love how he wrapped up the TED talk by saying a good life is built with good relationships. This really resonates with me because I personally have struggled to have good connections, to make good quality connections since I moved out to the East Coast. You know, I have been living here for four years now at this point, and it has been the first time in my adult life to have experienced all four seasons, even though I experienced it when I was a kid. It didn't matter because I was a kid, but as an adult, a working adult (laughs) to deal with the four seasons. And we had moved three times now, actually, now that I think about it, we've moved three times since we have moved out to the East Coast, my spouse and I. And then, of course, we had the pandemic and having to be at home for nearly two years. So it's been excruciatingly hard for me to make good connections. And it's so interesting because this actually reminds me of when I first like chose my doctor or my primary care physician when I first moved out to the current place I'm living about three years ago. And the doctors, it was interesting because I came in for an annual exam, but I came in because I felt like there was something wrong with me. And they had shared, like they, they did a whole, you know, like typical exam on you, like a physical exam. And they shared with me that despite how I was feeling on paper, like I was the healthiest version of myself. And they couldn't believe that they thought I had a problem. And they were right. I mean, on the surface, I was my most fit self. 
you know, I was eating healthy. I was working out. I looked great. And I'll admit that I look great. (laughs) However, inside I was crumbling because of how lonely I was. I was so lonely. I didn't have friends. I didn't have places to go out, you know, meetups. When we first moved out again to the East Coast, like we didn't even have a car. (laughs) Like we had a rental car and then we had one car and my spouse was always the one to use it because of the business meetings. So I would be stuck at home or I would feel stuck at home with the dog. And it just never felt like there was an opportunity to socialize. And then we moved, you know, and then we stayed put in one place and then the pandemic happened. And then we were given our 30 day notice to move out of our house because during the pandemic, it was a crazy seller's market. And so fast forward to today, we are as settled somewhere as we can be. And I've come to this place now, four years into the East Coast, where all I want are good connections, good quality connections. So I say all this because, again, this couldn't have come at a better time. It's like, I feel like I have everything I want at this point in my life. And yet I couldn't feel more deprived of connection and how, like, I don't have like wealth and fame, but I have a level of it that is satisfying to me, I guess you can say. And yet, like the loneliness aspect is, wow, it's so real. And so what that means for me today, though, is that since we've been settled in our new place, all I want to do, like I said, is to have social connection, quality of relationships, good relationships. And what I've come to learn is that that can only happen in person. Obviously, like our relationship is quite unique because we've known each other for 20 years. Right now in my life, I want in-person, physical (laughs) relationships. And I'm very fortunate now to start that process by having an office in a co-working space and going to church. And so I'm excited. I'm really excited to now be bumping into people. I mean, not like literally, but, you know, saying hi to people in the hallways, knowing people by first name and even volunteering, you know, to start to get to know people that much more. I'm extremely excited for it. I think that's definitely out of everything that I, even though on the surface, it's like, it seems like I'm doing all right. I think this is the missing piece I needed that I've been yearning for, for so many years living out here. And I'm just excited. I'm excited for it. And I'm excited to share it with you and bring you along my journey, best friend and our listeners. And who knows, maybe we'll have a follow-up conversation about this because it is so real and it is so true. And I do think that nothing beats genuine connection or even, even if you can't be with people in person to just have the feeling that you are genuinely connected with someone. I mean, there's nothing like it. You, I mean, you can't buy that. So all that being said, thank you for sharing this. Couldn't have come at a better time. It's very representative or very relevant to our situation now. And yeah, that's all I have to share. I'm curious to hear your thoughts, best friend. Hey, best friend. I'm so glad that you really like this TED Talk and how it's super related to everything that's going on between us. <laughs> Very relevant, like you said. 
Again, to our listeners, that TED Talk will be in the show notes. It's back in 2015. We could look it up in YouTube. And it's by Robert Waldinger. What makes a good life and lessons from the longest study on happiness. So feel free to check that out. But yes, I would like to acknowledge first on your feelings of feeling neglected. And I, again, <laughs> apologize on my part. I mean, I, I surely do. We've already had several conversations about this offline and talk to each other. But the fact that we are sustaining our relationship right now has been great. And it's just like we've kind of rejuvenated. And the fact that we both really like how this study kind of just talks about, like you mentioned, good life is built with good relationships. I think that just really sums up the whole conversation of that TED Talk. And it's just great that we're in this place now. And I want to acknowledge when you said about the Kardashians and how you watched the whole reality series of it. I didn't know you were watching the Kardashians. And yeah, it's... I wouldn't say that this is the woman version of the TED Talk because they were only um, watching men. But that one is more of a reality TV show. And you were mentioning how this TED Talk is like the longest reality TV show ever for over 75 years and still going, I, I believe. So, yeah, that's great. What I can say now is... I wanted to touch on the topic that you were mentioning about loneliness. Um, this might actually stem into another topic that I wanted to share with you. But really to kind of talk about how you were feeling when you went to the doctor, even though you're physically healthy, you were not mentally healthy. And this is actually, like I said, uh, it was covered in the TED Talk, but there is another one that I wanted to get your opinion on when we get to that. But it's about emotional hygiene. And that's a different tech talk, so let's save it for that. But if you want to comment on anything on that now, feel free. But just basically, you know, we brush our teeth, but, you know, how about how do we brush our emotions, like, properly and polish it? So just wanted to let you know, yeah, loneliness is real, and we all need people, especially good relationships, to sustain so that we can have a happier life. And I think that was the other message about this whole TED Talk is how does someone stay happy for a long time? And people believe it's fame and money. And I think that's how media has kind of always taught us. But it's really not that like Hollywood wants to share those aspects. But it's really about like what we're doing now, I feel. And just creating this long term sustaining relationship and us just talking to each other, checking in and and being able to uh, just acknowledge each other and advocate for each other. So <laughs> I think this couldn't, like you said, couldn't come in a better time. But yeah, I just wanted to wrap up on that. I'm really excited that we were able to kind of use this TED Talk to kind of talk to each other deeper. And so it's actually even inspired me to connect with other people. Of course, our relationship is really important to me but it does say to you know the, the TED talk was talking about like you know keeping uh, good relationships with your family and your friends and you know my family's in the Philippines and usually I'm not the first one to approach and ask my mom is the one who's always asking how I'm doing and I'm getting at that age too we're both like in our mid-30s and I just wanted to be like you know what they're getting older, and my mom will always see me as her son, her baby son. 
And I should be the one sometimes to take initiative and reach out. So this is helping me take initiative on just reaching out and talking to my mom and catching up. And, you know, my dad was there too, but <laughs> I talked to my mom who's always asking for me. And you mentioned for yourself that you're hungry for a personal connection. And I know we live like coast to coast now, so it's not as easy just to meet up like we used to and just go to like a uh, each other's house and drink and have a good time. But, you know, we can always do that virtually. But at the same time, I, I 100% agree that personal connection is very, very important, especially in person. I'm not here to open a can of worms. I think we've kind of talked about how there's a generational gap and with everything in the pandemic, because this is still during the time of the recording, we're just coming out of the pandemic and people are so hungry for a human connection that they're attending live events more. They just want, like they were tired of being cooped up in their homes. And so like now it's just like they want to meet and mingle. And I've been doing that a lot. And I know you want to get into that as well. And so for our listeners, yeah, I think it's really important to have that face-to-face. I don't think it'll ever go away. There's always going to be a debate about, you know, AI and working from home. Like, yeah, I would just say not don't, but like I highly encourage to definitely find a way to stay connected and find the opportunities to come in and and see someone face-to-face. So even if they're working for me in the workforce, I actually have to still report to the office and meet with my coworkers. And it actually was really great that we got to reconnect because it was getting to the point where all of my other coworkers were like getting really comfortable of not having to see each other. But the team and the efficiency just went down because we weren't as connected. And now that we're in there and able to see each other Things are just so much faster and more pleasant. And there's not a lot of like, you know, how with YouTube, you can be anonymous and leave comments and <laughs> and no one would know. It's kind of was like, it was starting to get to that kind of side of it because the human aspect was gone. And so re-putting this back into the TED Talk, it's really about how do you sustain good relationships? And one of that is really that face-to-face connection. So, yeah, I just want to let you know that. And then, yes, I know you have your other connections, like with uh, your spiritually as well, like going to church. So that's great because you will meet people there, especially face to face. So, yeah, best friend, I have no other comment to add besides that. Feel free to let me know what your thoughts of what I just said. And to our listeners, I hope this has been very helpful for you guys in finding you know, maybe it'll inspire you. Like sometimes we wait for people to reach out to us. Like, like Jen, Jen was uh, waiting, but I, on my side, didn't, like I wanted to, but I wasn't sure. And like, when you're in that feeling, just go ahead and do it, you know, take action on it. It's going to be worth it. So definitely go ahead. And, you know, sometimes it's you to take the first step and say, Hey, how are you doing? Let's catch up. And it might be weird at first, right, best friend? We were kind of like, uh, we're going to talk again after six months. I thought you disappeared from my life. But, you know, it it takes like what the the author of that TED Talk was saying. Sustaining relationships is really messy, but it's worth it. So 
I just want to leave it at that. And I look forward to hearing from everyone. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye, best friend. Hey, best friend. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I'm so glad that you found this TED Talk because it's definitely made for a great conversation between you and I. And I do really love the fact that, at least according to this study, a good life is built with good relationships. And I think that now that we're in our mid-30s and it seems like our circles can get smaller and smaller, unless we make an effort. And so let me just start off by saying, I was going to say this in the end, but it felt right to say this now. I want to thank you for taking the courageous step to reach out to me months later to reconnect with me. And part of why I was guarded, as you had kind of mentioned, is because I loved you and I missed you. And I felt abandoned in a sense. And so when you came back, I didn't know what to make of it because, and we talked about this extensively offline. The reason why I'm sharing this now is because I hope that our story will inspire our listeners or will help our listeners gain insight in case you lost touch with a friend or a dear loved one that you cared so much about and you're just wondering what happened. I am so grateful that I get the help that I get, therapy specifically, to be able to learn to forgive you, not necessarily for you, but for me to be able to be like, well, you know, there's a time and place for everything. And right now it seems like this relationship isn't going to go any further than it has at this point. And so I learned to say goodbye to who we were to each other. And more importantly, like how I had perceived you and what I had expected of you as a best friend. And I was able to just let it go and absolve myself of waiting on you to live my life. And how beautiful is it that here we are having reconnected again and not just reconnect, but do a podcast together to document our journey of what it's like to rekindle a relationship, you know, like we've known each other for 20 years. And it's just so crazy to know that like, I mean, we knew each other before we both started driving. (laughs) Could you believe that? Like, do you remember when it was like to not drive? Like, how did you get to school? Did your parents drop you off? I think my brother used to drop me off. I don't remember. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's how long we've known each other. And here we are now, you know, living in different coasts, living our lives. And yet we're still able to evolve our relationship. And I think that is really difficult to do for a lot of people. You know, you outgrow your friends and you outgrow your your small town because you want to, you know, find yourself in other places and that's normal and that's natural and it's a part of life. And if you have the chance to reconnect and even evolve a relationship from the past, I just think it's such a a beautiful thing. So, you know, thank you for even though I had like I had taken the initiative as you knew to reach out to you and I had learned to let go of you in my own way. I just commend you for taking that courageous step, not knowing, 
you know, what was going to be on the other side, not knowing if I was going to shun you or ignore you or be mad at you. But you took that courageous step. And that's why we are where we are today. So I just, again, I can't emphasize that enough. And I hoped for any listener who is in that position where maybe you're realizing like, oh my gosh, like I haven't heard from so-and-so in forever, but what's holding me back from reaching out to them. I hope that you can learn from our story and know that there could be something good from reconnecting with someone, like someone that was really good in your past and life just happened and that's normal and that's okay. Also, it helps (laughs) that you are in sales and so am I. And I think that's part of it too, is you would have followed up with me anyway (laughs) to try to get my attention. So I do appreciate that best friend. And again, just extremely grateful for where we are now and how many episodes we've already done with each other just in doing the show in the way that we're doing. And I actually learned a word. Let me just have uh, Siri read it real quick. Asynchronous. Okay. Asynchronous. (laughs) Okay. So I think the word of the day, so this is, this is sort of our tip on how we stay in touch is, and actually my, my therapist had taught me this today because she said that the way I communicate with her is described as asynchronous texting because I text message her like every day, but you know, we don't text each other in real time. And so the word asynchronous, asynchronous means two or more objects or events not existing or happening at the same time. And that's basically what you and I are doing. It's like being able to message each other at separate times. And I think that a lot of relationships or we were under this impression, maybe because we grew up with the same people and it was so like convenient to talk to people in real time that, you know, obviously when life happens and we live in different cities or different coasts like you and I, it almost seems like it's natural to not talk to someone because you can't talk to them in real time anymore. But because of, and I'm going to describe it for us as asynchronous messaging, (laughs) asynchronous audio messaging, to be more specific, not only you and I are able to talk to each other more so than ever in, I think, the entirety of our relationship or the entirety of our friendship, but we're able to create a whole podcast show being able to send asynchronous audio messages back to each other. So anyway, that's the word of the day (laughs) in case you're wondering. So yeah, I think that the key to our success and to our friendship since we started communicating again is asynchronous audio messaging. Um, And I hope that for our listeners, you apply this in your relationships, just like what you have done, best friend, being able to stay connected with your loved ones. Like since you and I have been doing this, you only feel more compelled to do the same for other people in your life. And I love that because I do the same as well. And, you know, I'm just extremely proud of us for that. Last but not least, I know that you've been hinting at this phrase, emotional hygiene. And so I very much look forward to learning more about that and talking about that in one of our upcoming episodes. (laughs) And overall, I'm just, I'm really grateful how this TED talk has enabled us to have a deeper conversation, just like what you said and teach us more about ourselves and each other and just affirms like what we're doing today. And I'm nothing but grateful. So yeah. So in regards to in-person connection, I wanted to add something is that like nothing beats in-person connection. I also think that in-person connection is great, 
I think that what we're doing here with the asynchronous audio messaging <laughs> is just as good. You know, I don't think obviously they don't replace each other. I know often we keep saying like, oh, in person is so much better. Face to face is so much better. I don't think that what we're doing is any less than in person because I, I do feel like I'm still getting that feeling of connection and love from you in doing this. We're just saying that like, yes, of course, nothing replaces in person, just like nothing replaces the internet, just like how nothing replaces text messaging. At the end of the day, it's trying to find the various ways of how you can stay in touch with people. And I'm just, again, super proud of us for staying in touch in this way. So that is all I have to say. Would love to get your thoughts, best friend, if you have anything else to add. Otherwise, just want to say thank you to our listeners. If you gained a lot out of this conversation today, we'd love to hear from you. Just listen to the outro to learn how you can get a hold of us. And with that said, thanks for joining us. Hey, best friend. Thank you so much for that feedback. Um, that was really great. I'm really happy to hear from you and just you sharing the feelings that you were going through when I wasn't reaching back and not staying connected. And again, on my side, I just, I was not as self-aware and I just felt like our friendship was something we can stay connected regardless by calling whenever once in a while. But I did realize to a point where it's like, you know what, I'm not really investing the time to stay connected with my friends and family. And it wasn't really until like Maria, my spouse, had said, hey, if you really care about your friends, stop dwindling about it and take action. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that, you know, sometimes you just need another ear or someone else to put a bug in your ear. And it's true. I, I was having these feelings. I just didn't know what to do. So I'm just encouraging listeners that, you know, like what Jen says, I did take that courageous step to reach out again and follow up, despite I'm not knowing how it was going to turn out since we haven't talked in over six months. And I just got to say it was well worth it. So thank you, best friend, for being patient and and still being there for me. You know, just rekindling this has just been really great for the both of us, I would say. And look, like he said, <laughs> now we're documenting our podcast journey together. So yeah, it's been really fun. I really had to respond because of the word that you taught all of us uh, from your therapist about asynchronous, asynchronous. And I think that's really great because of the fact that you mentioned, yeah, we are basically having an asynchronous type of communication. You know, whether it's text messaging, audio messaging, and it's not in real time. We're not face-to-face -face talking like we normally do or that we scheduled a Zoom or calling or texting and then like responding quickly back to each other. I think like that's the whole idea with, with social media. Everything needs to be now and instant gratification. But what I really like about the type of asynchronized audio messaging that we're doing, like you mentioned, I like how you phrase that because we really are just kind of sharing our conversations to each other one by one. And actually, this is really great. And it has helped me actually practice active listening <laughs> because 
if you're like me, I, I like to, I have a tendency to cut people off naturally without knowing that I'm cutting them off or like you get too excited about a story or, you know, that idea of like, oh, their story is great, but mine's better. So like, you know, you kind of want try to one, one up them when that's not my intention. It's just like the idea was just flowing. And the fact of this asynchronized communication has really helped us both because, you know, Jen can unload all of her ideas and I have to listen to all of it because she can't respond back. <laughs> and then I have to respond about my ideas and her feedback. And it's just kind of good. It just, it's really going back to, I think we mentioned several times about this tennis analogy where you just kind of take the ball and then bounce it back and take the ball and then bounce it back. So you take that idea and you, you uh, listen. So sustaining good relationships requires effort like the TED Talk said about the TED Talker, Randy was saying that we definitely, you know, to sustain long relationships, it's going to be messy. So it's been messy, but it's well worth it. And again, I just want to just thank you for sharing this new word with all of us. I know we touched upon about the emotional hygiene and that's in another one of our recordings. So if you guys, listeners, if you want to check that out, loneliness Depression, failure, all of those feelings are things that we should not discount in our life. And the feelings that Jen was feeling were real and the way that I was feeling was real. So if you're looking to help improve your emotional hygiene, be sure to check out that audio. But again, this is about how we're sustaining uh, good relationships and have good relationships. And, you know, try this asynchronized communication style, whether it's leaving a voicemail. If you really don't have anything else to leave, maybe leave an audio message. It's not that hard and it's actually really, really fun. And like I said, I've already tried it with other family members and all I've gotten was appreciation of thank you for reaching out. It's nice to hear your voice. Because like, like Jen said, it's, it's not always easy to meet face to face and it doesn't replace that. But it kind of gets closer to that. I actually feel that this is even more closer than seeing someone virtual, but they're about at the same same length in terms of ranking. But anyways, I just wanted to thank you, best friend, for sharing this idea. And for our listeners, hopefully you got a lot out of this. And be sure to check out that TED Talk again. It's in the show notes. And uh, we hope to hear from you guys soon. All right. Bye, best friend. Thank you for listening to the Best Friends Best Ideas Podcast with your best friends, Adrian Suzuki Cruz and Jen Amos. We hope that today's conversation gave you the best idea on how to sustain a healthy relationship with your best friend or anyone you care about. If you enjoyed our show, be sure to leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. You can also support us by buying us a drink at buymeacoffee.com forward slash BFBI as in Best Friends Best Ideas Podcast. Again, that's buymeacoffee.com forward slash BFBI podcast. Lastly, if any of our ideas have helped you in any way, we'd love to hear about it at bestfriendsbestideas at gmail.com. We'd be happy to give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. Until Until next time. time.